No one will tell you that potty training is easy, but just as there are steps you can take to help the process go smoother, there are also some common mistakes that you need to avoid so you're not making it harder and messier than it needs to be. Today we'll be talking about the top five potty training mistakes. I'm Nancy Cohen, Child Development and Behavior Specialist, and this is Parent Savers, Episode 88. Faster than a speeding toddler. Sit still for just a minute. Can soothe boo-boos with a gentle kiss. Did you get down from there? Able to clean poopy bottoms in a single swipe. Oh, what did you eat? Turning frazzled mommies and daddies into procreators of peace and harmony. Ah, quit touching me. It's Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. Welcome once again, everybody, to Parent Savers, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Parent Savers is your weekly online, on-the-go support group for parents of newborns, infants, and toddlers. I'm your host, John O'Reill. Thanks again to all of our loyal listeners who join us week in and week out. And thanks also to those of you who are listening for the first time. As you may or may not know, you can join our Parent Savers Club and receive access to special bonus content after each new show, plus special giveaways and discounts from time to time. And if you haven't already, please make sure to download the free Parent Savers app available for Android and iPhones, um, so you can automatically have access to all the great parenting advice and conversation we have on Parent Savers every week. It pops up automatically. So let's start this week's conversation by meeting everyone who's joining us in the room. I'll start with myself. Uh, I'm John O'Reill, your host. I have three boys, a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a two-year-old. And I am just about to turn 40, but not quite there quite yet. But I will be in a couple months. That's right. I'll be the... (laughs) Exactly. I'm Annie. I'm 35. I'm a teacher. I have three little girls, a one-month-old, a year-and-a-half-old, and and then an eight-year-old. So I've gone through potty training with an eight-year-old, but it's been an eon, and I'm coming up quickly uh, (laughs) on potty training for the next one. So happy to be here. And we've got the pitter-patter of little feet for a, a soon-to-be potty training candidate, if he's not already started, and we're joined by his parents. We've got our producer. Aaron Esteves, OG Mamacita, and yeah, that's Cash. She's two and running around like crazy right now, so I apologize. I think it's okay. Yeah, and I'm Matt, and I'm just keeping my eye on him because he's playing with the remotes. <laughs> nice. He's grabbing at everything. Being two. Being two. Yeah. And he's doing very well yeah. Yeah, at yeah. being two. <laughs> And then Nancy. I'm Nancy Cohen. I'm a child development and behavior specialist. I'm going to refrain from telling you my age. But I have a 36-year-old daughter, and so you can do the math and kind of see where I fall. Um, anyway, I've been, it's been a while since I've potty trained in my house. However, I work with lots of families who are potty training, and uh, I know that it can be pretty challenging sometimes. So it should be a great conversation today. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Before we jump into today's conversation, we're going to look at a new app available for parents. Um, We're going to look at an app. That's right, Cash. Get excited because we are going to look at the Meal Deals app from Haywood Apps. It's 99 cents. It's on iPhone, iPad, and Android. And basically what it is, it's an app that you can easily look at what are some of the deals at some of the chain restaurants around the country um, and ostensibly in your neighborhood, as well as based on your physical location, try to see what restaurants, usually chain restaurants um, from what I saw, uh, are available for you close to. And then you can pull it up. It tells you a little bit about it. You can click on the map um, and it opens up Apple Maps to take you there. Um, but you've also got a list of deals. And from the deals I saw, it would be things like White Castle. It had a White Castle deal on there. And there, I don't even think there are White Castles in San Diego. So I think that 
it ties you into some national deals or promotions that are noteworthy, which could come in handy. Some of them may not apply to you. If that annoys you a lot, then that's probably going to annoy you about this app. But if you're able to just kind of filter through it to find what you need, um, then it could be kind of interesting. So uh, Matt and Aaron, what do you guys think? Did you guys have a chance to check it out? Yeah, I wasn't a big fan. Um, we hit, you know, browse by location and it brought up Starbucks and some other and one other restaurant, Buca de Pepo downtown. And the deals were not that big of a deal, in my opinion. It was right. like, oh. Spend $30 and get a free mug. Well, I mean, I already knew that. So they're not really giving me anything special. Yeah. You know, and then um, it, it not only is it just not only is it big chains, they're just they're not really special deals that I think any, are unique in any way. Yeah, there was nothing I saw that was like, oh, here's a deal I didn't know about. Or There's nothing that would make me way. go to that restaurant. They're almost like these are the deals you would expect in a way, you know, right? Because every yeah. chain has their promotions and stuff. And I know that I've known a few people that have made apps like these, and they're 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 like linked into a bigger website that then data mines your like your Facebook profile. So if you sign up for this, you know you're getting you're getting what little information they've been able to create, but then they're actually selling all of your information, hopefully to get better deals. So the plan right. is is that that information will generate actually more and better deals the more people download it. Yeah. So it could be that the app is really young for right. us and here. So I think that's where it's at, right? Is I think the theory is really interesting mm-hmm. that here's something that easily will tell you all this information at a glance, including some deals. Right. It n- feels like it's not necessarily there to be useful yet, but I did find like one use. If you're a family, and this has happened to us a few times, but I wouldn't say that this is who we are. Um, but if you find yourself in different areas from time to time and you're like, we got to find a place to eat. Yes. You know, and my, and my wife, she, if she's hungry... We got to get her food. We yeah, can't, yeah. like, I can't be like, dude, wait an hour to get home. It's like, we got to get food. Do, do you tell you call your wife dude? <laughs> when she's angry, I probably do, right? When she's hungry, yeah. I'll say, I'll call her anything when she's hungry. Yeah. Um, so, like, you might be in a different part of town. Maybe we were down just leaving your guy's house downtown, and I'm not familiar with that area. So I could call that up, and it could easily tell me some restaurant options. Maybe it's not all of the options, but it's some possibilities. Well, I can see that happening in the future. Unfortunately, right now, it's not that extensive. You know, because, like, yeah. I, I checked in our lo- in our area, which Matt just said was in downtown, right. and we got Starbucks and Buca de Beppo. It wasn't too bad for, for Scripps Ranch where I tested it out. Right, yeah. but, I mean, yeah, do you have any restaurants here. on... In, San, in downtown San Diego, there are literally um, yeah, hundreds sure. of them. Right. So the fact that... I think it's more chain restaurants. It is very Maybe, much chain yeah, restaurants, yeah. But there's a lot of chain places downtown, too. You know, That's true. A lo- almost, almost, I would say about a third of the restaurants on Fifth Avenue are chain restaurants. Mm-hmm. So my, my feeling is, is that I see potential in it, and I would like to revisit it after it's had a few of the, the, the kinks worked out. Yeah. But for now, I'm going to go with a new. Yeah, and for 99 cents, well, I mean, it's not a lot of money, but you feel like you've spent 99 cents that it should already work. I know. The app economy is crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. So here's the yeah. No, it absolutely is. Yeah, the app economy is. is totally is. crazy. Because here's, you're like, it's a dollar, so... I should get something a little bit more than if it was a free app. So, I mean, where I where I net out is... And there's still I wouldn't on say, it. here's a dollar that you've got to spend. Like, there's some apps where you're like, this is a dollar, but totally worth it. You're not going to believe what you get for a dollar. This one, if you fit, I think, into... If you find yourself often in places wondering what where it is to eat, it's hard to go to Google Maps and, like, decipher and scroll around, then I think this could be useful. 
I wouldn't say you have to go out and spend it for a dollar. I wouldn't say that necessarily you'd be mad that you spent a dollar on it if you could get that utility out of it. I would give it a little bit of a thumbs up, you know, kind of with what you're saying. I think I want to look at it again in a couple months. So I think we have <laughs> a hesitant up and two downs and, <laughs> yeah. maybe, and maybe a more forceful one down. So yeah, yeah, sorry yeah. about that. That's the Meal Deals app. It's 99 cents and it's available on the App Store and for Android. And thanks for checking it out. All right. Thanks again, everybody, for joining us here on Parent Savers. Let's jump into today's topic, which is the top five potty training mistakes. And that's kind of what two some words you don't want to hear together, mistakes and potty training. But <laughs> it's kind of inevitable. And today we're talking with Nancy Cohen, a child development and behavior specialist. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. I'm happy to be here. So let's start, before we get into the mistakes, I guess let's start with some juicy stuff and let's talk about some horror stories that we've all had with some potty training and like how it's gone. How so is we it can totally you? scare Erin or I know, you're yeah. giving me this look. Because they're getting ready to go through it. Right. Do you have anything that pops to mind, Annie? Well, I just think of uh, when the first time that uh, potty training came up, even as a topic, we were moving. And so I knew it wasn't the right time to broach it then. Yeah. But uh, I was at work a lot. Uh, I was working on a ship, so I would leave before my daughter would even wake up in the morning, and then I would pick her up at the very last moment that I could pick her up from the daycare. So I knew that the daycare had to be on board. I didn't realize, though, that it was a contract that I needed to sign with the daycare. They wouldn't even broach them. They, they were a hard line about it. They said, if you break our rules, that, then the deal's off. We're not potty training your kid. So and you I'm were, like, oh, my gosh, this is like So like hardcore, you had to potty train hardcore. by their rules? Yes, it was like, you know, you will not put your kid in, in pull-ups overnight because that screws it up. And so if you do that, the deal is off. The deal is <laughs> off. And I'm like, wow, like this is, this this is, is no harder. game. Yeah, this is, this is, this is, they, they're pretty serious about their potty training. So, wow. yeah. And well, that I'll is share. a horror story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless. I can't even believe that. Well, Zyler is two and a half and there's another kid in our neighborhood that's the same age. And I mean, I think even six months ago, he has two older sisters and they were like, oh, yeah, he's potty trained and it's, you know, he's going on the toilet for poop and pee. And um, we had a dinner with them and then like went to a playground and the two year old pooped himself. And so like, oh, well, I mean, I guess that happens. Right. Because I mean, that's of course, yeah, right? right. Right. So yeah, a couple months later, we were playing with them again. And I think we went to a playground. And again, the two-year-old pooped himself. Maybe he just and got very relaxed. Well, they, said, Dude, this is, they said it's the only time that he ends up having the mistakes is when he plays with us or like when he goes to the playground. <laughs> that he was doing totally great. But for some reason, our kids and us have this effect on him. Totally <laughs> Stool softeners. Yeah, you're, either, you're either very scary or very relaxing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But... Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's inevitable that there's going to be, you know... The kid, many accidents. Many accidents. Many accidents with peeing and pooping you know, yeah. at home and in public. So, you know, you just have to gear yourself up and know that, okay, we're doing potty training and it's not going to go perfectly smoothly. No child has like a textbook potty training. There's always something that goes on. Mm -hmm. So you just have to acclimate, you know, and just know this is going to happen and it's going to be okay and set the expectations to be realistic. And then you'll be fine, you know, then it'll be much better. But I think one of the biggest problems is potty training early or too soon. Yeah. We have this idea that we have to get these kids potty trained, you know, by two, you know, or 18 months or whatever age you're in your particular family. And I think we get some 
pressure from family members. You know, I totally. remember from my mother saying, when's she going to be potty trained? How come she's not potty trained? It's like, <laughs> I, I, sh- we're working on it. We're right. working on it, you know. And I, and every time I would talk to my mother, I was potty trained younger. You know, oh, you were, you were 18 months. You know? <laughs> Three months. Yeah, you were yeah, potty trained in utero. You were reading, <laughs> you were in college. <laughs> you invented <laughs> elimination <laughs> communication. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So what's the problem with your kid? So, you know, so I think one of the things is that we're ready yeah. and we want it to happen. And so we try to pressure our children to be ready and they're not really ready yet. What's the, what's the problem if we pressure our kids to do it totally? Then they just won't do it. Either because they're two years old and they're not ready to do it, they'll either be very obstinate about it, defiant, no, I'm not going to do it. Um, or they don't really have the readiness. They're not showing the readiness signs, like being able to get up and down, pull pull on and off their pants, right. which is an important thing to be able to do. I've heard that girls potty train uh, a little bit earlier than boys. Is that often? Yeah. yeah, often girls do potty train earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, Jenner. We're gonna have like we are close. Our last one is the one still in diapers, but I'm resigned to the fact that it's gonna be a while. We're just gonna follow his pace. Well, he's follow his pace. <laughs> yeah, exactly. he's not gonna go to college in diapers. So. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And what's really funny too is that parents are so preoccupied with this. All of the toddler parents that I work with are so preoccupied with potty training. But really, if you think about it, you know, over the years, you start to think, you know, when was my kid potty trained? I mean, after a while, you let go of that and you don't even remember five, six, seven, eight, ten years later how old your kid was and what happened and what were the good things and the hard things. Five weeks later. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's a lot of. Of, I know tenseness and emotion for parents when you're going through it but I think if you can kind of relax about it and not worry and really know this is going to happen you know my kid will be potty trained right. unless there's some extenuating circumstances your child will be potty trained and there's a wide range of variation in the ages some kids potty trained at 20 or 22 months or 24 months and other kids are three or even a little bit over three and you're right boys tend to train a little bit later than girls but I think that it, uh, Annie was talking about it, I guess, kind of a little bit, maybe a little bit different than your situation. But there are some preschool situations where they say, hey, we're not going to take your kid unless they're potty trained. Exactly. And I do think that that does put a lot of pressure on parents, mm-hmm. that they want their child in a particular preschool at a particular time. And the only way they can get them into the preschool is if they're potty trained. You know, so I don't know. So what, what do you do? Well, I think you might try to potty train your child, but if it's not going well, then you have to drop it and just wait a little bit longer to put your child in that school because really pressuring children really has the opposite effect. It doesn't make them want to do it. It makes them not want to do it. Right. So. I, would, I think I, I'm I a kind child. of feel it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like a lot, a, lot, a lot of parents like that because they have to go back to work too. Yeah, totally. Right, And exactly. so it's not like they wouldn't take that low-key approach and just – you know, because kid doesn't want to poop or pee himself. Right. They they don't like that either. You know, um, at least he, <laughs> I don't think my four year old likes the Except peeing of himself. Child in the park. He, he, pees at he night. likes he likes to pee out of his crib. <laughs> so we will walk in oh. and he'll rip off all of his he's ripped off all of his clothes uh-huh. and he's peeing out of the crib. <laughs> That's well, that could be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> well, I've heard of things for, you know, little targets adventure. for boys. Have you yeah. heard about the targets? Yeah, you can buy yeah. little targets for inside the toilet that and so that they can aim at the target and this makes it kind of a game. Yeah. And they like it and Fruit so they pee park. in the toilet. Yeah. Fruit yeah. Loops. Okay, yeah. great. Fruit mm-hmm. Loops. <laughs> Fruit Flush Loops. Flush them when you're done. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
<laughs> yes, please do that. Yes. So, right. So, but sometimes I think you're really defeating the purpose if you try to press pressure that child, even if you have to get right. them into a daycare. For a while, you might have to look at some other situation while you go back to work, which is hard, but really, you know, you're not, you're not going to do your child or yourself any better if you try to push them. So that's one of the first mistakes uh, is Big you know, mistake. doing it before kids are ready. Before and kids are ready. If some, and if you're in that circumstance, then you know there are some tips and some things you can do, but that's a whole other topic that we even have in our archives. Check our archives about um, some potty training strategies. Right. But uh, another mistake uh, that, that uh, parents make would be trying to see every child is the same as opposed to looking exactly. at individually. Children are very different. There are some kids, you know, you have to really look at their temperamental styles and how they interact with the world and how they acclimate to new things in general. Um, some kids are right in, you know, just really interested. They they like to watch people go to the bathroom. They're interested in it. They tell you when they're going pee and poop, and you know, they're they're on board. Um, my daughter wanted to get panties. She had a friend who went to the bathroom and had underpants, like little princess underpants. Mm-hmm. And Catherine was like, whoa, those are cool. I love those underpants. I said, right, well, when you're ready to pee and poop in the toilet, you can have underpants. I'm ready. Yep. You know? So that was the incentive for her. And she, and it just I worked I did the for same her. thing, yeah. And it worked for your daughter? Mm-hmm. It yeah. was amazing. But it, it doesn't was... work for a lot of, that doesn't work for a lot of kids. Yeah. But some kids are more on board because they are pleasers, because they are easygoing. It's time. It's ready. They can do all. They show all the signs of readiness. Then other kids are more defiant, you know, and they want to do things when they're ready to do it. And they're not going to do it when you say, you know, oh, do you want to use it potty? Let's start using potty. No, absolutely not. They're the more difficult kids, more defiant. They want, they do things when they're ready to do it. And for some of those kids, what's interesting is if you wait say okay looks like you're not ready that's fine you can tell me when you're ready here's your potty and you know we can try it you know we want to sit on it without your pants and nope okay fine you kind of play it really easy and all of a sudden it's really interesting when they're ready they're like I'm ready okay great I want to use the potty great use the potty and so they've initiated it because that's their type of personality and so they'll pretty you know much potty train when when they're ready to go um some kids are pretty nervous about it. You know, it's a new situation. Sitting on the potty is kind of weird. Sometimes they'll feel okay about it in their house, you know, in the bathroom, in their bathroom, in one of the bathrooms, but they would never sit on a toilet out in the world. You know, go to the zoo and you want to put them on the toilet? No way. So you have to be pretty cautious and really respect that child's, I guess, fear and just, um, I'm a little slow to warm up to new things. And so you kind of have to go slowly with that child and have it be at their time frame. Yeah. So looking at individual kids. Do those kinds of things show a, like a kind of foreshadow their personalities later on? Like if you have a defiant potty trainer, are they going to be problem teenagers? <laughs> I was thinking about that as well. <laughs> Not necessarily, but temperament does play a role in your whole life. I mean, so, you know, strong-willed children are strong-willed about a lot of things. Not only potty training. It could be about eating. could be about sleeping. So this is like the first big challenge for a lot of people. For, with... Right. For, sleeping can be the first big challenge uh-huh. and potty training the second big challenge. And so it's important, particularly if you are a strong-willed parent to not get into that kind of fight with that child 
You know, you don't want to get into a power struggle ever about potty training. Well, like that's, I guess, the thing. You don't want to make it a big deal, right? Even though it's a really big deal. Right. You You want to pretend it's not. You want to pretend it's not a big deal. Right. Right. This is no (laughs) big deal. Right. But I think kind of psyching yourself up that it's no big deal is really important because if you're all nervous about it, then your child is going to pick up on that stress. I usually will fight the first no, but won't push it after that. You sure? You sure? Yeah. yeah. Sure, you don't want to try? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's um let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about the other mistakes. But one of them is definitely something that's tough for me because I'm a rewarder. I like to mm, do the rewards. Right, and right, so, right, right. you know, that's a mistake that I think that there's a lot of areas for mistakes with that as well. So we'll be right back talking more about potty training mistakes. Welcome back, everybody, to Parent Savers. Today, we're talking about the top five potty training mistakes with Nancy Cohen. Thanks again for joining us. You're welcome. So let's talk about rewards, because when you were even talking about, you know, that first time they go and they're so excited, it's like, break out the M&Ms. Like, that's my mom's. <laughs> and, you know, my mom like my mom will always say, just give them M&Ms. Just give them M&Ms. Do it or give them some Skittles. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we actually, you know, now with the two-year-old kind of flirting with potty training, the older brothers like to get involved. And we're like, hey, if he goes... You get an M M&M too, so they're like encouraging him. <laughs> and, but I feel like oh, I you like, know, that. <laughs> like so. Great. Then for them, it's like, come on, Tyler, you know you want to go on the potty. You oh, know you want to go. Funny. And so then, if he goes, or even if he tries, so can I have my M M&M? right. M? Uh, their treat is tight in, but that also can lead to some problems too. Actually, and you hear it does. Right? About well, them. because it, it becomes about the M and M's and not about using the toilet. You right. know, because what we really want for our child is to feel intrinsically rewarded. That it feels good to use the toilet. That they're doing the right thing. That um, this is where they should be developmentally. And sometimes giving. Sometimes children don't need a reward at all. You know, and we fall into the trap of thinking that they do need the right. reward. And the r- reality is that we can just say, "Wow, good for you." You know, I bet you feel great about that. You know, really give them the feeling of, "Wow, I did something. I accomplished something." And we do fall into their trap. I think there was a book when you were a kid, but so this is probably why your mom is so M and M oriented. It <laughs> yeah. said, "Give your kids a M and Here's how you potty train: get a big bag of M and M's, do it for a weekend, right. and psh, your kid will be trained." And I think a lot of my generation used that <laughs> on their kids, and now everybody, of course, is addicted to M and M's. Yeah, but and, and of course, every time you go to the bathroom, you need an M and M. And we all have diabetes. That. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Thanks, mom. <laughs> thanks to that book right so for some kids it it does give the impetus I mean as I said my daughter wanted the underpants you know as soon as she saw those uh, fairy girl or princess underpants it was like whoa way to go so for some kids it does help them you know yay wow it's the extra little thing that they might need getting an M&M but I think if we are reliant on that and that's really the system that we use and we feel like we have to give them an M&M then they might not really be ready. They may not really be ready. So yeah. I'd pull back on the M&Ms with your right. family and, and just kind of wait. What's your younger son's name? Uh, Zyler. Zyler. So wait, just yeah. wait a little longer. I mean, is he, is he starting to use the toilet? He is, and he flirts with it, but he also will now try to go and be like, get M&M, Daddy. Yeah, right, get M&M. exactly. Right. just keep and having can... his vision. He keeps saying he flirts with the toilet. I just... right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Flirting with the M&Ms. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I did that a lot in college. After <laughs> There's a new euphemism right yeah. there. That's coming up. That's coming out the other end. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think for a lot of kids too, they um, the the potty training during the day 
comes into play sooner than the potty training at night. You know, for a lot yeah. of kids, they still need the pull up at night, and that's fine. It's not a big deal at all, and usually they'll grow out of that. Um, so really, to be thinking more about day training than night training, and. I, I wouldn't even try the M and M's at first. I wouldn't even try anything like just just a yeah. way to go. Wow, good for you. Well, that's I think in in general, I think it's easy to forget, and maybe this is just me personally, but as parents, that rewards doesn't even have to be anything physical. Just praise in itself exactly. is a reward. And exactly, attention, so. attention, getting attention for yeah. it. Yeah. Reminds me of that uh, movie. What was it? Uh, Baby Talks, or the, it's the one where uh, John Travolta and Christy Alley uh, was it? Uh, oh yeah, I know. You're, I know you're yeah, yeah, but. The, Bruce the, Willis was the baby, maybe. Exactly. Yes, and and uh, once <laughs> Bruce Willis's character as the baby is potty trained, they all do like a potty trained like dance around the house. They're so excited about it. So nice. Yeah, that but that, you know, gets. does that fall into rewards though, Nancy? I mean, is that is that, a, is that necessarily a bad thing? <laughs> no, I think that's actually a fun thing. I think mm-hmm. it's great. You know, you're all celebrating. Wow, this is great. We're look who's talking. Look, yeah, that's it. Look, look who's, who's talking. talking. Yeah. And look who's talking too with mm-hmm. Roseanne Barr, I believe. Yeah, yeah. very fun. I mean, and, and and it's also fine. You know, John had to give her give him some M&Ms now and then, you know, who cares? It's no big deal. (laughs) But the the reality is just really trying to keep it low key and just good for you. And this is great that you're using the toilet. The other thing that happens, though, is some kids are doing really well. So this is the other trap that we fall into. And then they regress. So they're potty trained, they're potty trained, they're going on the toilet, you know, it's like going really well. And then all of a sudden, they don't want to do it anymore. Now they're pooping in their pants, they're pooping in their pants at school, or they come home and they poop or they pee at home. And you're like, whoa, what happened here? You know, you were trained, you know, you were really doing so well going in the toilet. Well, they're toddlers. And we have to remember that at that developmental stage, for some children, they regress. And it's like, well, maybe I really don't want to be going in this direction. You know, let me think about this. Do I really want to be potty trained? Maybe I want to keep being a baby. And so it's a kind of ambivalent stage. And so for some of those children, they go backwards. And then we can say, you know what, it looks like you need a little more time. And we'll put you back in your pull-ups for a little while. And we'll try again. And so again, to not see this as, oh, my God, some horrible thing that's happening to your child. But that's pretty typical that for a lot of toddlers that they're going to regress and suddenly hits them that maybe I don't want to grow up. You know, maybe I like being kind of babyish. And uh, again, not, they're not conscious yeah. of this, but, but kind of that whole development, developmental stage of regressing a little bit, and then they move forward again. And then usually when they move forward, they're, they're ready. Right. They're really ready, and they're not going to have accidents. And you just hope that parents don't get mad at the regression. Don't get mad, exactly. And don't get mad. Don't punish. Don't punish children when they have accidents. I mean, I think that's really important to not see it as a reflection on us as parents. You know, we're a bad parent if our kid has an accident. No, the kid is learning. It's really a learning process and learning how to get to the toilet on time. You know, for some kids, they're playing, 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 and they're really involved in their playing, and uh, and they they pee in their pants because it's too late. Yeah. And that happens years later. I mean, (laughs) The, oh, totally. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm 60s, totally bringing right? exactly. I'm, I'm playing to- video 32 games. Thirty-two years. Thirty-two later. years. You're sitting there. You're playing your Xbox. You just don't want to go away. You really got to go. You've had that big goal. <laughs> Super big goal. <laughs> uh, pause. Right. Run, so run, we run, can run. all relate to this. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, absolutely. And you know, it happens. But I think maybe if it keeps happening, that's when you would right, want to. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So we actually have a question from Facebook from Franny Estrada. Um, she says that her son is in the potting training stage and he does really good during the day if he's naked from the waist down with like a long shirt on. But when he puts his underwear on, he constantly has accidents. Um, so what can she do to help the process move forward? He will be two on Monday and hasn't had any accidents for two weeks until today while wearing underwear. 
I think I might see the answer. Anyway. What do you think the answer is? <laughs> what do you think the answer is? M&M's? <laughs> M&M's. <laughs> so that, that's the solution for everything. World peace. Yeah. World peace. M&M's. So it's definitely not M&M's. M&M's. Are they a sponsor yet? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> no, but I think the fact that it's not quite two, right? Yeah. I think there's He's the a little answer. young, yeah. I would keep the underpants off for a little bit while longer right. and when he's home, right. Just keep them off and don't even try again for a little while, and then put the underpants on like but in a couple of weeks. Maybe so. when, but so maybe when they go out to public, should they do diapers? Then? Diapers, yeah, yeah. So Definitely then, just don't even worry about the underwear. Keep them naked, naked waist at down. home, right? At home, and then use the potty at home, and then put them in diapers when they go out. And then I think we talked a little bit about regression. Yes. Yeah, and they you do know, regress. It's, it's going to happen. Right. For a lot of kids, it does. It does happen. And so we have, for our four-year-old, he still, you know, when he goes poop, he still needs me to wipe him. He still needs the help to wipe. And so, like, that's kind of, I guess, the degrees, too. Like, they're just because they're going poop on the potty doesn't mean they're taking care of everything. Exactly. They themselves. often need to be wiped until they get to, pre, you know, really preschool. Kinder, yeah. Kid, yeah. You know, between four and five. Well, great. Any you guys have any more horror stories or any other last-minute advice for people taking it on? When Catherine was in the bathtub, when she was about three, she said to me, you know, really wish I had a penis. And I thought, oh, my God, what have I done wrong as a mom? You know? And I said, hmm, really? Why, why is that, Catherine? She said, well, when you have a penis, you can, you can pee long and thin. But when you have a vagina, you, you pee short and fat. And that is not as good. So I was like, hmm, you know what? I... That's kind of true. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of true. Kind of with you on that one. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. On that note, thanks so much. <laughs> thanks so much for joining us. Um, sorry if you just laughed on the treadmill or something like that. It's a pretty funny story. Though. For more information about the potty training mistakes or more information about our panelists or our show today, visit the episode page on our website. We'll actually continue the conversation for members of our Parent Savers Club after the show. Uh, Nancy's going to tell us a little more about her thoughts on alternative forms of potty training. I kind of alluded to it, I think, earlier, elimination communication. Um, we'll talk about that uh, a little bit. So for more information about the Parent Savers Club and how you can become a member, please visit our website, parentsavers.com. As we near the end of today's show, here's Detective Damian Jackson with some great ways to better protect our children. Hey, Parent Savers, this is Detective Damian Jackson with the Escondido Police Department's Family Protection Unit and the Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force here in San Diego, California. As part of the Escondido Police Department's ongoing series of community outreach education to help families enhance their personal safety, I'm here today to talk to you about family tree stickers on the back of your car. You know the ones I'm talking about. Why on earth do you have them on there? Every time I'm driving behind someone that has those stickers, I want to get out of my car at the next red light, pull out a razor blade, and scrape those things off the window. Of course you're proud of your family. Who wouldn't be? They're the most awesome people in the world, and they're your pride and joy. So what's the harm in having these stickers? Let me paint a scenario for you to ponder. Let's say a local child predator has spent some time driving behind you, studying the names below those stickers on your back window. I mean you have them all conveniently listed, right down to the family dog. Then they happen to chance across one of your children and has this little exchange with them. Billy! Billy! Oh, I'm so glad I found you. Your dog Rex got hit by a car and your mom, Jennifer, had to go get your sister, Alice, and take her to the veterinarian. Hop into my car real quick and we'll call your dad, Bob, on the way over there. Well, as you can see, what might seem like an innocent set of stickers on the back of your car can open you and your family up to being victimized by predators. 
If a stranger walked up to you somewhere and asked you what your children's names were, would you tell them? Of course you wouldn't. So why would you openly advertise it to hundreds of strangers every single day on the open road? Scrape those things off and protect your family's privacy. For more information on how you can help keep your family safe, visit us on Facebook or Twitter at forward slash Escondido Police. With the Escondido Police Department and the San Diego Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, I'm Detective Damian Jackson, reminding you and your family to be smart and be safe. That wraps things up for today. Thanks so much for listening to Parent Savers. Don't forget to check out our sister shows, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, The Boob Group for Moms Who Breastfeed Their Babies, and of course, Twin Talks for Parents of Multiples. What do, you, what, what do we say? Multiples? Parents of Multiples? What's the tagline for that show? Parents of Twins and Multiples. Parenting Times 2. I knew there, I, we got to make sure to get that in there for next week. Um, next week, we'll be talking about another topic of interest for parents everywhere. This is Parent Savers, Empowering New Parents. This has been a New Mommy Media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.